Hey everybody, welcome to episode 52 of the Wheels to Walking podcast, the podcast with a guy in a wheelchair and a guy not in a wheelchair. What up? Speed <laughs> featuring special guest, the pimple on my forehead, this giant bastard right here. Well, luckily you're facing the other way, so like I don't even know if like in most of the shots it'll pick it up. Unlike yours from the other week, that was straight up Mine from the, the other camera. week was gawking, but I've also got one this morning that's a little bit of a... You got in the middle. The I've middle got. Of I don't know if this is offensive, but I, I I feel like I'm from a different culture. You got the little Indian like dot. an Indian dot in the, the middle of my dot. forehead. What is? I don't even. I don't want to go there. I was gonna say I, I I never really knew what that meant. Is it that you're married? If you I, have th- the little I dot think it's a forehead? religious thing. I think maybe. I don't know. Uh, someone in the comments that knows more, I'm not going to go more down that rabbit hole because I don't want to get canceled. We have banned ourselves from talking about things we don't know anything about, okay? <laughs> Even though on this episode, I'm sure we'll talk about some things what? that we don't know about. Yo, uh, shout out to the <laughs> Texas boys and uh, Bucky's because I'm rocking I'm rocking my Bucky shirt today. Uh, Bucky boys. Uh, Brent finally released the Cripple Couch episode. We're going to have that linked in the description. Uh it's it's a it's a good one, guys. Like you get to hear some stories about how uh, Zach got beat up by six cops. You get to hear about how um, he was like banging some older chick, and her twenty year old son caught him and like almost beat him up. Dude, Th- this guy's stories so I, are insane, dude. When I, when we ended that podcast, I literally thought I, I was like, did I just have a fever dream? Like, what, was like, I having this, a stroke? Is this real? Like, yeah. Are these things that he's saying actually real? And they are. And he like Pitbull Rule is like one of just the craziest people. Like, just like just just you're like, how is he a real person? How how does he exist in this world that I also inhabit? Like, he is just such a different entity and i love him yeah and that was one of the things that like he gets frustrated about is people are always like man why are you always acting so hard why are you acting so tough and it's like I, it's not a, he's not I, playing a character i am a character but i am not playing a character like i'm i am i am just me and i was doing this before social media yo he told us literally and if you guys listen to the podcast you'll hear this his very first post got him fourteen thousand followers very first post yeah, I mean, when you're that unique and that, like, badass and just that interesting, I feel like he can go viral doing anything almost at this point. Like I mean, any, anything that, was that, one of the, that was one of the things he was even talking about. He's like, what can I do to go viral? And his manager was like, oh, do that. And then he did it. And then he went viral. And then he went viral. Could you imagine how being, like, that unique that you could just be It's like, a blessing and a curse, bro. Yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of things where like there, you know, he could have ended up a totally different way. I mean, he could have totally ended up like a Ricky Berwick kind of dude. That's all like scrawny and just like Creepy. feels bad for himself and weird. And, but instead he's like a hard ass, badass motherfucker who's benching f- twice the amount of my max PR and multiple times his own body weight. <laughs> oh, multiple, multiple. How much do you think he weighs? With no uh, legs, didn't he, he tell us? He, like, He's one, like 160 or something like that? I think he was saying like 130, 140. Oh, okay, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Because like if he had legs, Either way, he'd be no like legs. Six, six foot something. He's he's a literal geodude. Yeah. A literal, actual, physical geodude. Yo, speaking of geodudes, did we talk about Pokemon cards last time? We did, but I have... Uh, that's a really good segue into what I was going to actually talk about. Okay, let's... Oh, yeah! You, you have cards at your house that you I found, do. didn't you? I do. Anything good? 
So for for people uh, here, let me write. Sorry, guys, again, I've got to write down some timestamps. So I'm just gonna write down quickly uh, the time <laughs> that we're talking about this. It's about three fifty. If it was if it wasn't annoying for the audio <laughs> listeners, we could have that clapper that we could just like clap every every there, every time. You know what's something. funny is on this mixer, there's a marker button that adds a marker into the audio. But the thing is, is it's not labeled, so you still gotta like go through and figure it out, and like it's. Oh, be like, what were we talking about? Yeah, exactly. So anyways, um, so yeah, last week we were talking about how Logan Paul has kind of like had a resurgence on YouTube, at least for like the normies, it feels like, of Pokemon cards and Pokemon card collecting and... Um, and last week was, we were talking about the like big live stream that he had, but the, then also this week he uploaded another video where he talked about how he got that PSA 10 Charizard. Did yeah, you like that? Yeah. He bought a Charizard for $150,000. $150,000 for a perfect mint condition first edition Charizard. And, um, it got my gears turning cause I'm like, Oh, I've got some Pokemon cards at home. And so, and I knew I had some holographic cards. I knew I had some first edition cards, but I wasn't exactly sure what I had. But I knew they'd been played with. Like, I knew that they weren't in mint condition or anything. But I was just curious because I was like, I want to go home and check this out. Yeah. And I remember when I was collecting them, I had the, like, like a fold, like the binder mm-hmm. that had, like, nine slots in each mm-hmm. binder. And you could, like, flip them open, flip them closed. I did have those. But then at a certain point, I was working at this camp and, like, all the kids at the camp were playing with Pokemon cards. Yeah. So you just, like, broke and them so out. And so I, like, busted them out. And I was like, I'm going to start playing with these because I'm like, I-, I might as well. I mean, it's kind of like a car, you know? That's the point of them. It's like, you got to use them. And I, I remember, um, like, when I started collecting, I think I was already too late for the first editions. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the first editions had already come and went. Like, I remember. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, that was, like, in 99, I think, when they, like, actually came out. And I don't know how long they printed, quote, unquote, first editions. But it was, not like, long. only, like, a year. I mean, not even that. And I, I think it was. I mean, because you'd be surprised. Like, because there's so many millions of people that collect them and then there's also so many millions of cards that have been destroyed like true there's only so many psa 10s but that means that that's because there's only that many mint condition ones there's plenty of people that have like holographic charizards but they're like shitty and beaten up and And they're not worth worth, much yeah worth like 100 bucks yeah maybe or whatever but anyways yes so you went and found your collection yeah, so so I, f- I found my collection. And, and the thing about the first edition cards is, like, you don't necessarily have to buy those cards. Like, I have first edition cards, but I was six when those first edition cards came out. So, like... You got them in a trade I or something, I got them probably. in a trade. And, like, my cousins played with them. So, my cousins were older. So, like, my cousins had a lot of cards. I have a bunch of uh, German cards for some reason. I've got a bunch of German cards. I've got a couple of Japanese cards. Um, mo- I mean, mostly English cards, obviously. But um, it's kind of interesting. I have like some German cards. Will you be able to research into them and see? So I haven't what done like tons of research yet. But as I was sifting through, so so I'll, I'll tell you the full story. So um, I was uh, on on Saturday. I was going over to Nicole's up in Buford. So I was like, yeah. I'm gonna stop over at my parents' house. I'm gonna go do early voting because I my I'm my permit address is still like listed as my parents' house. How long did it take you? Uh, twenty minutes. Not bad. Oh, not bad. Okay. Not bad. I've oh heard- yeah, because yeah, I stopped over at your house before. That was yeah. a full day. Yeah. By the way, crazy day. I, I've had a couple of those days that week where I started at like 8.30 and didn't arrive back home at like 9.30. And I'm like, holy shit, I've been going nonstop exactly. all day. And then I sat down and actually did some of my computer work. I'm yeah. like, oh shit, I got more to do. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yep. So, um, so I go over to my parents' house and um, I got my Pokemon cards and I was looking through. And I do have a holographic... Um, um, what was the one? It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, was it Clefairy? The Chansey. one. 
Chansey, yeah, I had a holographic Chansey. That's like the fourth best card. It's the fourth best card, but I didn't have a first edition. So I don't I, I haven't really looked into too much of what it's worth, but it wasn't a plastic sleeve, so I wasn't just playing with it naked. Mm -hmm. So like it is in good condition, but it's not a first edition. And then I also had a um holographic Arceus, which isn't a first generation Pokemon. It's yeah. like a fourth, maybe. But I looked it up, it's probably worth about like forty bucks and it's in pretty good condition. Um, and I had some other pretty good holographic cards, but honestly, they're in rough shape. I do have a decent amount of Pikachus. I have some Squirtles. I've got some, like, I have some, I have some decent cards that are probably worth something. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to hang on to them just to see, but. When you played Pokemon, did you actually battle? Like, did you? I never played the real game. Me neither. I only collected. I collected. I, you know how I, I played? I, I collected and traded. I never actually used like the energy cards. I don't or, like, know the, how to play the or, real like, game. The trainer. No, me neither. And I think that's one thing that separates Pokemon and um and Yu Gi Oh. I think people that played Yu Gi Oh played the actual card game. They like they actually battled with the cards. Yes. I think people that played Pokemon collected the cards, but played the game they played the, the video, video game because the video game is so different than the than the card game and Yu-Gi-Oh the show here's the thing about Yu-Gi-Oh the show so in Yu-Gi-Oh the show they're collecting the cards like remember he has that like thing on his arm that has all the cards in it the show so the cards card are part of the show and in the in the show they're playing the card and game the Pokemon TV show was not like that at all you're collecting the Pokemon in your Pokeballs the Pokemon show was more like the Pokemon video game exactly and, and the card game was like secondary yeah it, it's similar like i have seen people play it like you know you do attacks and you do certain things but like it's like magic the and you use almost. a trainer card like you use like super potions to like heal mm -hmm. your pokemon and shit but like the thing is is the the way that i used to play it was basically you know the game of war like in um yeah you just get one two three flip and whoever had the, and most whoever powerful, had the high, highest like, hp would would win the would that's win the, the lamest flip. way to play so it. lame but that's all i knew how to one, play one two three four flip. war and then whenever you die you'd have to like Lay down three blind ones and flip the other one over. I used to love playing war with my cousins because yeah, war was the jam. Did you ever play Egyptian rat slap or Egyptian uh, or yeah, where you just basically smack the other person or whatever? Well, you don't smack them. It's like I, <sighs> but it's like, but it's like, it's like you go one two three flip, and if it's the same card, you slap it. Yeah, you try yeah. to cover. You cover or if it or it's whatever. yeah, and then if if I remember you, it was like Egyptian shamshans slap. Like there was some like there's another name for it. Yeah, there is another name for it. I can't think of what it was. Yeah, but something, I remember, Egyptian something slap. And I, remember, I always called it Egyptian rat slap, but some people did call it something else. But like I, Egyptian I, rummy slap or like some weird thing. I used to fuck with rummy. Rummy was my game. Rummy was my rummy game. Rummy pretty cool. But not rummy cube. Not and, rummy cube. And we, we did play we, that. And we, all, we can ask we can, uh, Chelsea, we can ask. Catherine, and Jay that I have no idea. I literally had two wild cards. And he called them. <laughs> you call them wild guys. No, I thought, did I call them wild? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like, I go, you're like hey, what do you do with the, uh, with the, wild, well, with the guys. wild guys? And Jay <laughs> fucking lost it. He was like, talking oh, about the Jokers. God. He's like, you mean the Jokers? The wild guys. That's what I'm calling it now. And now. Whenever like he shaved his face except for his mustache, and I'd be like, Jay went wild guy, and then started to shave his mustache or something. He went I, full wild guy. Wild guy. Couple of wild guys. Couple of wild guys over here. I basically had a hand that the first time I played it, I could have went out, and I had no idea I had it. I just kept collecting. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You had I, a really good hand, and then and I, he had two wild guys. And then finally, when I showed it to uh, both Catherine and uh, Chelsea, Jay was like, No, 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 don't, don't, don't play it for him. Don't, don't finish it. Don't finish it. Because Jay was being like super competitive. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He he ended up flipping it, <laughs> flipping the table. <clears throat> so I go over to my parents' house. I'm looking at the Pokemon cards, and I go. 
And I knew, okay, so back in the day, my, my uncle, my uncle passed away when I was like eight or something like that. So your mom's my brother, dad's, dad's brother. brother. My, yeah. So my dad's brother, my dad's youngest brother, and he had a collection of baseball cards and a lot, like, I don't want I want to say like five, six years ago, maybe even longer. My dad was like, yo, if you ever want to go through those baseball cards and figure out what they're worth, like I'll give you a cut or whatever. And I always like had it in the back of my head, like one of these days I'm going to go through those baseball cards. One of these days I'm going to go through those cards. But who's motivated to do that? Exactly. Like, that's, exactly. But I'm going to make $18 by spending nine hours sifting through shit. Exactly. But right now, um, just from like watching Gary V and stuff, I know that like trading cards are up. So yeah, I was like, maybe, up, yeah. you know, like my Pokemon cards maybe aren't worth that much, but like maybe my, maybe my uncle's baseball cards are. So I was like, Hey dad, where are those baseball cards? And I thought they were in the garage, but they're actually in the attic. So we go up in the attic and we're looking. Did you find and, yourself like a mint condition, like Sammy Sosa or Mark McGuire rookie card or some shit? So, so Fuck. I'm not going to spoil it right away. Maybe a Barry Bonds a rookie card. God damn it. You better not. Story. Okay. So I get Kay. these, I get these um, baseball cards down, and as my dad's up there looking, he's like, "Oh, you know what else I've got up here?" Uh, while we're at it, he was like, "I've got these, I've got a collection of Beanie Babies, no mint condition Beanie Babies that he had collected like back in the day." Uh, I remember watching a Broad City episode where they were collecting Beanie Babies, <laughs> and and they and <laughs> it was like this whole thing where like Abby didn't realize what she had, and Alana was freaking out, and she found like a, a Princess Diana, like a first edition Princess Diana, and she was like trying to sling it on the black market and like calling people on the phone and yelling at them in, in like Chinese and shit, and she was that's so funny. She was carrying around this little fanny pack, and then somehow like lost the fanny pack, and like <laughs> this whole fucking episode. Dude, it was like the that's be- amazing. It was one of the best episodes. That's amazing. I need to watch that. I recently watched Broad City for the first time like a month that ago. That show's fucking funny. It's like the chick version of of workaholics. workaholics. Yeah, and it work- really and, is. And workaholics is for anyone one who's ever shows. ever worked at an office or like lived in a house with a bunch of roommates. Honestly, it's just it's just great. But um, so so my dad's like, yeah, I've got all these Beanie Babies. So I'm like, oh shit, I should. I mean, while I'm at like trying to figure out what all these things are worth, I'm like, I might as well figure it out. And he's like, if, I tell you what, if you figure out what these are worth, um, we can split a fifty fifty. I'd been like, dad. So I'm I was like, all, I'm doing all the work. I'm taking 75. Well, I mean, they were his and he stored them for yeah, 20 yeah, years. Yeah, I know, so, I, know, I, know, I mean, I'm just talking shit. Yeah. So anyways, um, and I had no idea. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I'll take them all home. So I literally had, uh, my dad had two massive Tupperware bins. Like the Rubbermaid bins. Like the yeah, set, the like big the, Rubbermaid like bins. Like the 70 A big fuckers, ass yeah. one, two big ass ones and two like smaller ones that are like this tall. So like all in all, my, I filled up my whole car like with Like 100 beanie babies. pounds of Beanie Babies. But, uh, so my car was full of lighting equipment to go shoot the DJ set thing yeah. and a green screen uh four giant bins of beanie babies uh other random shit that i was getting from my parents house and a, a box of baseball cards like the box of baseball cards like this big so it's like a lot, a lot of, of baseball that's a cards that's a lot of baseball cards yeah and they're all from like the 80s and 90s dope i i'm pretty sure like that's what like the writing on the outside says so anyways so I go, like, I don't even really look at them. And, and as I'm driving, I, like, on my car, I, like, ask uh, the Google Assistant. I'm like, I'm like, okay, Google. Oh, shit. I probably just set off everyone's thing. Um, what is the most valuable Beanie Baby? And I just looked it up, and they were like, the Valentino Beanie Baby is worth blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I, like, uh, later on, I, like, casually searched. Like, I found this um, uh, article that was in, like, Cosmopolitan. And it had, like, the 10 most valuable Beanie Babies that you probably owned. Right. And, like, it's like the, when you type in, like, what is the most valuable Beanie Baby, like, here, I'll just type it in. What is the most valuable Beanie Baby? Um, uh, they will, 
come up with this article because it's like from Cosmo. It's just whatever. It's like for some reason, it's like the 30 expensive collectible Beanie Babies will make you rich. So then later... I start looking. I come home the next day, and I'm, I'm I, I actually came home that night, and I started sifting through the Beanie Babies a little bit, and I looked at this article. Um, the 30 Beanie Babies you definitely own, but probably threw out that could make you rich. So I'm looking through. I'm like, okay, cool. My tags look like these. You know, the TY tag with a star on it. Yeah. You know, I'm scrolling through. Okay, we got Steg. Steg the store says he's worth 50000 on eBay. Holy shit. What the fuck? First generation Beanie Babies. So Why? I'm scrolling. Oh. Then I got Rainbow, the iguana. He's worth $49,999 on eBay. Need a down payment for a house. All you got to do is sell one like, of these like guys. A, like a perfect condition one. We got Curly, perfect condition. Oh, and by the way, all of my Beanie Babies are in perfect condition. They've never been played with in all the tags are in check they've all got plastic placards on the on the tag so all the tags are perfect condition all this yeah we've got a curly the bear he's worth forty five thousand. uh we got twigs the giraffe he's worth forty five thousand. and we i got bet, i bet these pinchers are, i had one of those the lobster we one? got pinchers the lobster thirty five thousand. we got scoop the pelican a hundred thousand um oh i don't even know what this some, is. sparky some, the dog he's worth sixty thousand. Uh, we got Jolly the Walrus. He's worth seventy five thousand. These are uh, so boring like, and so lame. Uh, Batty the Bat. He's worth one hundred twenty five thousand. Um, you know, a panda. We got large Wallace. We got the princess bear that you were talking about, six hundred sixty-five thousand. Yeah, the princess Diana. Um, yeah. it, you know, and it's in a glass case and all this stuff. We got the peace bear. He's worth sixty thousand dollars. Bubbles. Uh, hippity hoppity and floppity. If you got all three of them, it's worth thirty thousand. So I'm going through. I'm like, okay, try, keeping a mental note. Like if I see any of these, I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak out. So I'm starting to go through, and I'm like, holy shit! I open it up. There's a, there's, there's a Princess Diana bear in the plastic. You're getting the fuck, get the fuck out of here, dead ass. So I, I start freaking the fuck out. I start freaking the fuck out. I'm like, I'm like, I'm a fucking millionaire. What's up? Let's go. I'm like, this is about to be my full-time job like, selling Beanie go. Babies. I'm literally like starting to freak out. I'm like, my full-time job now is selling these fucking Beanie Babies. I'm fucking, I'm lit. Like, I'm so stoked. I, I immediately kind of started freaking out. Like, like I, I, I literally, got, like, shaky. I literally go, no fucking way. Like, and I like, I, I'm like, should I say anything to my roommates? Like, I don't want them to come in and like steal one of my Beanie Babies or something yeah, that's I don't like, even know like, what they were. Like they haven't you, kept inventory. Like I haven't done anything. It's like when you win the lottery, the first thing you do is tell absolutely fucking no yeah, exactly, one. Exactly, exactly. That's how I felt. And then you immediately go to the biggest city that's near you, and you walk into the biggest building and say, "Hi, I'm looking for um, this trusts and estates lawyer. Uh, I need to talk to him." And they'll be like, "Who?" And you'll be like, "I have a large lump of money. I need to talk to the trusts and estates lawyer." And they're gonna go, "Oh, 15. You know. And then you just literally go knock on the door and be like, "Hi, I've won the." lottery you're the first person i've ever talked to and they're gonna go that's a good idea good idea um maybe i should have done that um no but it's well, the good news people is, on the podcast. i have now sent out a beacon so, to all my thief friends and they're currently breaking into yep, your house right now yep exactly and also uh i'm quitting the wheels talking podcast and I'm damn just bro no so so basically i'm just i'm, I'm just looking through this I, list I expect, i'm looking through this list now, i expect and new production quality look products. at this valentino he's worth a hundred thousand like there's so many claude the crab he's worth seventy five thousand like Seaweeds worth fucking thirty thousand. Like, is there like a series the, of like sequential serial numbers or something? Jake that make the it, duck, make sixteen thousand more or something. So, so I'll I'll tell you my the the whole thing. So I so I'm going through, and I'm just gonna be honest as I'm going through the as I'm going through all my Beanie Babies. I have every single one of them on this list, and not only do I have every single one of them on this list, I have 
five or six of every one that's on this list. Get the fuck out of so here, So I have dude. three Princess Dianas. No. I have five of each of Flippity Floppity and Hoppity. Fucking I awesome, have, bro. Uh, Halo the Bear. I've got all this stuff. I've got blah, 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 blah. Like, uh, I've, I'm freaking out. I've got a bunch of Jake the Ducks. I've got five seaweeds. I've got five Claude the Crabs. That's I, so fucking I've got lit, bro. six Valentinos that are worth $100,000. So I'm freaking out. I'm freaking the fuck out as I'm going through. I'm like, I have so many of these. And I'm cross-looking at other articles. And I'm even looking at eBay. And I'm like, I'm looking at some of the sold things. And some of them are selling for like $20,000, $30,000. I'm like, holy shit. I'm, I'm freaking out. So That's insane. I start to like look and look deeper and look. Because I'm like, some of these on eBay are selling for like $1. There's like a Princess Diana that sold for like $5. Sold. Sold. And, uh, but it says like took the highest offer, you know, like, so it's like, okay, maybe they, like someone just like sent him a DM and was like, yo, I'll pay you 50 grand. Just shut up and like take, you know, instead, oh, of, bidding, like, instead okay. of doing the bidding. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking through and I start to, you know, find more videos of these experts and people that appraise Beanie Babies and things like that. And, and basically, like classifications or whatever. basically it's all bullshit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Fuck, dude, you had us. So as I'm literally like researching and looking and blah, 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 um, I'm like becoming like an expert on Beanie Babies. Like I'm trying to figure this all out. So basically these went, articles, the so like hole. Cosmo, the, the like all they did to write this article was they went on eBay and looked at all the asking prices. Like currently oh, there is a fuck. Princess Diana bear listed on eBay for $665,000. But not no sold. one will ever buy that Beanie Baby, but it is on eBay if you want to buy it for that much money. Cheap article writing. Very cheap. So I actually purchased for like $10 or something. I bought this so like Beanie Baby mean, price guide. So does that mean guide. if I like put this wheelchair on eBay and list it for like 200 grand? And then, I'm going to write an article then, saying it's worth 200 grand. Yeah, okay, exactly. Cool. Perfect, perfect. So perfect. anyways, as I'm going through the research, and the other thing that, that um, really matters in this is... Um, the additions. So pretty mm. much all of the additions that we have are the fourth and fifth generation Beanie Babies. And only the first and second really matter. Exactly. And so the thing is, is like, for At, example, after that, the first and second generation, they probably had like 500 or like a thousand released. And then with the third and fourth and fifth, they did like 5 million. And the thing is, is no one that was buying the first and second generations were like buying them thinking, I'm going to save this one day and keep the tag on it and it'll be worth this much. No, they were buying it and giving it to their kid. Or like playing their with kid, it. Like, messed it up like yeah. you know all the hairs falling out of it and like it's worn down to like the you know the little the toy story story exactly so that's the reason story. why toy toy the, story the first story. and second generations and things are worth way more so like for example like there's one that's like chocolate the moose if you have a chocolate the moose that's a first generation in mint condition it's gonna be like nine hundred dollars but i have a chocolate the moose but it's a fourth generation or a fifth generation so it's and it's got the wrong and at, okay so at a certain point the green the green, green piece came to Beanie Babies and they said, hey, you're using these PVC pellets in your Beanie Babies. Um, they actually don't really, uh, they're not biodegradable really. So when these Beanie Babies end up in a landfill someday after these kids have played with them, you're going to end up with all these microplastics oh, that like, are bad for the environment. Like fucking the environment, yeah. So in like 98, 99, they switched over all their pellets to, instead of PVC pellets, now they're PE pellets. So any Beanie Baby that's with, made with PE pellets is guaranteed to be worth way less because the the pellets themselves disintegrate slightly over time. So the Beanie Baby itself will slightly droop over time. And then not only that, you know it's not one of the first gen ones because it's not PVC pellets. Mm. And yeah. So basically most of my Beanie Babies, so you, long you, story you, short. You, you lost your shit and you're like, 
I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. I, like, now. I had three Princess Dianas, bro. I was literally thinking, like, I'm like, that's like a million dollars at least right there. So, like, I'm freaking Lose, out. Losing your shit. I had Valentinos. I had the freaking well, scoop the Pelicans. I'm glad like, you I, did your research and didn't just, like, quit my job and freak <laughs> out and, <laughs> and fly to Hawaii or some shit. Yeah. Like, no. I'm fucking living so, at the no, top of a volcano so I, now. I, I, I'm buying a volcano. <laughs> like, I knew the first thing I had to do was take inventory of everything that I had. So, yeah. I, like, went through. And basically sheet. had to figure out, yeah, I, I made a spreadsheet and I basically had to like figure out what was what. And in that I had to figure out like, okay, where was it made? So it'll say like made in China. It'll tell you what kind of pellets are in it. The, based on where the little like R and TM and C logos yeah, yeah, are it, it on changes, the things. It changes, yeah. It changes like what generation tag you have and what font is on the tag. will tell you what generation tag you have. So I went through all of my Beanie were, Babies. If I sell them all, and, and I like I said, I, I I went on this Beanie Baby Collector like main website that looks like it's from the '90s, but they update it. Like these ladies that like run the website that are like Beanie Baby aficionados, they have a price guide that they put out every year that tells you what each Beanie Baby is worth. And I bought it for like ten bucks. So I'm like, I might as well like the PDF or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a PDF and it tells you what they're all worth. And I go through, and it's like, if you have a first edition, it's worth this. If you have a second edition, it's worth this, fourth gen, blah, 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 blah. It's like, and it's like, <laughs> worth five billion, worth five cents. Exactly. And the thing is, is what they say on the on a lot of these websites is like, unfortunately, because of Cosmo and these other articles that have been written because of the Cosmo, Inflated. like they won't even they In won't even do their own research. They'll literally just go to the Cosmo article, take their info, and write a new article based on oh, that info. Oh fuck! So there's so many of these little beanie babies that like have just been plagued with rumors that people think that people worth think they're worth so much money, and they're not. And the thing is that I've also figured out. So remember when I went on eBay and I saw that some of them were actually selling for like twenty thousand? It's probably money laundering. Mm. And that's what they're saying is like, unfortunately, there's people that stand to make a lot of money by inflating the market, obviously, people that have large collections. And then there's also people that stand to make a lot of money by basically, uh, like, if I have a this Beanie Baby that's like a Princess Diana or something, and I sell it to you for 20000 quote unquote, but then... Uh, it's just, you just, way, pay it's, just me back it's just a way. Cash. It's just a way to change hands. It's That's, a way to change hands and make yeah. like it look like there's large sums of money Transact, transferring when really it's basically like probably worth like ten dollars. And if like the IRS snoops into whatever, you're like, look, it's a collector's edition Beanie Baby that I bought, and then yeah, I sold, or and I, then I sold it, and I sold it to a private collector for cash. And the thing yeah. is, is some of the Princess Diana Beanie Babies are worth more because like there's like a certain time period where they did have PVC pellets in the in the Diana Baby. But like most of them are PE pellets, and some of them were like made in Indonesia because of like high demand. But most of them were made in China. So if you have an Indonesian one that has PVC it's pellets, even rare. With like, uh, there's like inside of the tag, there was like a little poem, and if the poem has like a certain spacing in it, that means it was one of the first gen ones, and then they fix the spacing later. So like, there's all these things that mm. like, if you have one of these really rare ones, it's worth five hundred dollars or like something like that. Not but it's not 50, worth like a hundred thousand or whatever. Five hundred thousand. And the thing is, unfortunately, like. People think that if you find an error, like a lot of these ones have errors and stuff, like it's worth mm -hmm. way more. But the people at the Beanie Baby Company obviously didn't have a proofreader because they were making errors all the time. Like most of them have errors. Like, well, if they're made in China, that that's a common thing, especially in translation. Like specifically in China, if you are an English copywriter and you send the Chinese your English copywriting, they will do their best to translate it. But they're still Chinese. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're well, I mean, 
let's be honest though. If you're sending someone to print something on a tag, I don't think you're sending it to them in Chinese and then saying translate it and put it in English. You're sending them the English and you go copy and paste this onto the tag. Well, then I guess some type of I error was think, made. Yeah, Who I knows? don't think it was that type of error. It's it's normally it wasn't those type of errors where like grammatically it didn't make sense. It was always errors like instead of it saying moose, it said our noose. Like R and then an N, so it looks like an M, oh. but like somehow that happened and it looks so like some of them say R noose instead of moose. And like at one point, the bull was named Tabasco, but then they realized that that was going to be obviously copyright infringement. So then they changed his name to Snort or something like that. Mm. So then, like, if you have one that's called Tabasco, it's worth more. But then inside the poem, they forgot to change it from Tabasco. So if you have a, one that says Snort and then in the poem it says Tabasco, it's like worth more because it was like a crossover, but like, really it's probably not um and that was my whole thing was like the 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 according to this these experts did you, the, did the you beanie mean, baby that's worth the most is like this chef one it's like a little chef somebody and he's worth like six thousand dollars like that's like the most expensive one did you and i don't have one of those yeah and six grand isn't six hundred thousand dollars no uh did you even get a chance to dive into your baseball cards i haven't <laughs> so so earlier when you were asking me all those things, I'm like, well, I can I can't tell you yet. But yeah, I, so like, I haven't I dove like, into I feel those. Like if you had a, a if, if you have a a Barry Bonds, a Mark McGuire, or a Sammy Sosa rookie card that's in good condition, that's a Topps card, that would be probably the most money because those are the those are the, or Babe Ruth like, like if you're, if you're yeah. If you're that's like what a, I was gonna say is like Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds are all from like not. The common era, but like they're the home run kings, though. Like that in the world of baseball. Yeah, but there was a lot of Barry Bonds rookie cards because at that point, baseball cards had already become a thing. Like true. So, true, so true. If you have like a Mickey Mantle or like a Babe Ruth Different or something story. like that. Different like story. Yeah, it, that's the same thing with Beanie Babies. Is like they weren't collectible until they were. Like po baseball cards weren't collectible until they were. Like they were collectible. Like kids would collect them in their in their packs of gum and shit. Yeah, which but is they crazy weren't, like, to think that it came them in next mint to condition. Gum. Yeah, they weren't keeping them in mint condition like people do now and putting them in sleeves. And there there wasn't a whole thing about thing it. like that. So like maybe I'll come across something that's worth a shit ton of money. Probably there are some like pretty cool cards. Like just from the ones that were on top and stuff, we have some signed cards because that's another thing is like baseball cards can get signed. Signed, yeah. Pokemon cards can get signed too by the artist that did the the art that's mm -hmm. on the um thing or like you know the the main dude who invented Pokemon. If you have a Pokemon card signed by him, it's worth something. But, but anyways, you know what's funny? I was getting my haircut this morning and I was talking. Uh, I was telling um my hairstylist about it, my friend Angela, and I was like telling her the whole story that I kind of told you. And she's like, "Oh, she was like, I have a Pokemon card," and I was like, "You have one Pokemon card?" And she was like, "Yeah, it was my ex boyfriend's." And I was like, really? And I was like, what is it? And she was like, yeah, I think it's like, um, like holographic. I'm like, oh, really? You're That's like, cool. Like, I'm like, it, cool. Like, is it Fire Guy? No. So I go, and I'm like, what is it? And she's like, I don't know. Um, and I was like, is it Charizard? And she goes, yeah. And I go, I'm like, are you sure? I was like, it's a holographic Charizard. She's like, yeah. My ex boyfriend actually like two years ago was like pestering me, like asking me about it, like really wanting it back for some reason. I told him I lost it. <laughs> so Damn. I'm like, so I'm like, yo. If that's a first edition, and she's like, yeah, it's like in like a couple layers of plastic. And I'm like, ah. I'm like, if that's a first edition, like, I mean, obviously it's probably not a PSA 10. Like, come on. Probably between 50 and 80,000, though. That's but still it's a probably lot, worth yeah. like a few thousand. And even if it's not a uh, mint condition, even if it's not a first edition, it's probably worth like a thousand dollars or something at least. I don't know. 
But I'm like, hey. Why do girls be doing that? Jalila did that to her ex-boyfriend. She had a, a Nintendo DS that she definitely doesn't play anymore. And he was like, hey, can you send it back? And she's like, oh, I lost it. But it's in her drawer. Like, it's literally in her drawer. I think the reasons why. Here's, I think, the She's like, why. I just don't want to go through the whole process of exactly. shipping it back. I don't want to meet up with them. Shipping it to them, meeting up with them, I even just, having the talk. It's yeah. easier to just go, sorry, I lost sorry, it. Sorry, I lost it. Yeah. It's just easier to just diffuse the whole situation. Like, my friend, uh, my, my roommate, like, ah, I don't have it anymore. My roommate, Xander, like, he he played um, football during college, like, all, and so he just got, like, tons of free clothing, sweats. Like, I mean, yeah. every game you're getting free shoes, you're getting free sweats, you're getting all kinds of stuff. And he's like, my ex-girlfriend, like, has all of my sweats. And, like, the other day I was like, dude, I should, like, hit her up. And I'm like, it's been too long since I've dated her. I can't be like, hey, remember three years ago when you stole all my sweats? Can I have them back? Like... It's just, she's going to go, Goodwill has them. Bye. Exactly. You know, it's like, what do you know? Yeah. So it's just like, that's that's the hard thing. So anyways, I'm like, yo, um, I'll help you. We can figure out if it's worth anything. But anyways, um, so she might have something cool. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, the idea of items being valuable is is so interesting to me because I even think about money. Like money is a piece of paper. Yeah. Like it's a it's a social agreement between two parties. And the same thing with like a piece of cardboard. Like a Pokemon card is a piece of cardboard. Like literally. What, like just the word value is so gray and so ambiguous and 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 like what does it mean? So so I it's mean, like, oh, if you get this package deal, that's a good value. Or like this information I give it in you, this is a good value, or like the value of this podcast or production value. Like that word value, like what does that even fucking mean? And it's like, it's so, it's kind of like- You have the, to be able to compare it to something. Because without without having it compared to something else, you can't say that it has value or it's giving you value or it's, like, you have to compare, like, it only makes, it doesn't make sense in a vacuum. Like, this is a good value. If that was the only thing that existed, value doesn't mean anything. Well, okay, I'll make an argument about, like, the Wheels to Walking channel. Like, the Wheels to Walking channel is very valuable, but compared to what? Other wheelchair YouTube videos? Compared or, to the lack of information. But that's what I'm saying, compared to the non-existence If of there it. was already 500 channels that were giving out better information or the same information, our channel would not be of good value. Correct, but the reason why it is of good value is because we're the only ones doing it the way we're doing it, how we're doing it, and why and we're, we're packaging doing, why it we're in a certain it. way. Yeah. And the information isn't necessarily out there for, I mean, it is, but it's not and, and, and packaged and it, the same way. And that type of information exists in a one-on-one -on -one setting inside of uh, like a, like a physical therapy situation or occupational kind of. therapy. Like I, I would hope that for example, like the how to transfer video gets shown to a lot of people because occupational therapists know that it exists and they know to, sh to share it. I think uh, the How to Live Longer video, that's a cool-ass video that I think should be, like, the staple of, you know, some of the basics that they teach you in hospitals and stuff like that. But they, they're they already doing that, but more, like, on a one-on-one -on -one -on -one kind of way or maybe through, like, paper and writings or... I don't know. I mean, I, I, the way I've I've come to learn what wheels to walking is, is is peer support, and I didn't I didn't really realize that until someone told me, like, dude, I love that peer support you do, and I'm like, oh yeah, that is, that is kind of peer support, isn't it? Like that's kind of I literally never considered it that, but it really is the equivalent of me having one on ones with a hundred thousand people, you know, mm -hmm. or so almost ten million people now. Yeah. So or at least. 10 million views. Viewers. Yeah, yeah, so whatever. Views. We'll, we'll call it half that. We'll call it 5 million because a lot of people watch these videos twice. But 
even just that, just value, just, just like, what does that even fucking mean? Like it's an agreement. I, I, I feel the same way about the word fair. Like I don't, does fair even exist? What is fair? Because fair to you is different than fair to me. It's like where you go to this place and they have like corn on the cob and Dude, like cotton yeah, candy yeah. And, and like, like rice and like and uh, deep fried Oreos and stuff. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. I would say funnel cakes are my favorite part of fair. Funnel, yeah. funnel cakes, dude, I miss, you know what I miss so much is going to like a, like a baseball game or like a football game and it's like cold out and it's chilly and you get the smell of the funnel cake and you, and you're freezing, you're like shaking, you're freezing and you get that, and that so hot cake and, and it sits on so your lap warm. and it's warm mm -hmm. and it warms and then you, you burn up. yourself on your lap because yeah. you don't have any feelings, yeah. you're paraplegic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, y'all don't put any popcorn or pizzas on your lap. You'll burn the shit out yourself. Yeah. Or bowls of oatmeal. Yeah. Or, or pretty much any reason. Just don't carry hot shit on your lap. True. But, dude, um, you know, it's funny. Actually, in uh, I think it was, like, in Cumming, which is hilarious. That yeah, that, a, that's a real city here. It's a county, right? Or no, it's a city. Forsyth County. Yeah, Cumming. C-U-M-M-I-N-G is a place in Georgia not too far from where we are. And they have merch that says, I heart Cumming. And on their water tower, it says... Welcome to coming. And they have a mayor who's the mayor of coming. <laughs> and they have a park that's the that's the city park of coming. I literally, I think I might have told the story in the podcast before, but I, I remember when I first Dude, that would moved be the here, best. I met a girl and I asked her where she was from. And she goes, coming. And I'm like, wow, she is trying to get this dick dude <laughs> i'm like i have never heard like this this woman is aggressive dude and she was like i was working for this like network like door-to-door -door cold call network marketing or whatever and uh i, I remember she was a little bit older yeah. than me at the time i was probably like 20 mm, i was 20 i was maybe 18 19 and she was probably like middle 30s and had like some fake boobs and like the red lipstick and like was wearing like a pantsuit you know she's like coming and i'm like yo this cougar want the dick dude like she's trying to get some dick and i was like oh yeah where's that she's like oh just up on exit 13 and i'm like oh fuck it's a real place Shit. and it's not even just spelled like c-o-m-i-n-g like the word coming it's spelled c-u-m-m-i-n-g like jizzing like coming coming and I see the funny thing is I grew up here coming high school coming so you, high literally dude <laughs> like you you didn't grow up here I, I grew up here so I didn't ever think twice about coming when I was a kid because <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> no but 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 seriously like I didn't know what it just, coming it just, it just meant. was I, I feel yeah. like it wasn't even really in the like modern like colloquialism like when did that become like a phrase has that been a thing for like a long time or did I just like learn about it late mm, I don't know I feel like I remember talking like, about like um, jizzing and like squirting. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I heard about jizz and, like, and semen and stuff and, like, like that, but I never heard about. I remember doing the e jack. Yeah, shooting rope. Um. <laughs> <laughs> shooting rope is one of my favorite. Welcome words for to that. the Wheels to Walking podcast, <laughs> the podcast where we shoot rope. Um, <laughs> My, no, mine's more like lava. A like <laughs> little, little bit of a, a volcano situation. Mine's more like dribbling, dribbling rope. <laughs> but anywho, um, but anywho, um, yes, yeah, so you're here in Georgia. So, so I'm here in Georgia. Like I didn't know that that was a like a alternate word. Like it I just didn't thought like it was. A thing. Your, it didn't pass your mind. You didn't even think about it. Anyways, the whole reason I even brought up coming. 
was that they're having a at the coming fairgrounds they had recently like they normally have like the coming fair like uh-huh. the fall festival kind uh-huh. of thing but this year it was like a drive-in situation so it was mainly just to get the food like the fair food people that were just craving like funnel cakes and things like that the oreos and whatever and, um yeah. i almost went to it because they they have a island island noodle is one of my favorite festival foods i remember one time you were at shaky beats blasted bro <laughs> you were so fucked up i didn't know you were, i found you asleep like on a hill next to one of the stages. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I found you... And I was wearing that button-down shirt that was, like, yes, all open. Yes, yes, oh, You were straight man. fucked up, but the second I found you, you, like, pepped up, and, like... I was just asleep, because I was just tired, but it, I also was fucked up. And then you went to, like, get island noodles, and, like, you were, <laughs> you were so stoked, and we, like, met some of your friends, and then we went to leave, and we left, like, this back exit, and it was you, me, and Jalila, and you had just moved to your new house. Oh, yeah. But you kept calling it the Dunwoody Airbnb. Airbnb, because you're like, yo, we got an Airbnb here downtown, and we're gonna go. It's close by. We can just w- we can walk to the Airbnb. So we like leave the festival out of this like back gate. So we're not even. Oh we don't even. God. We don't even know where we are. <gasps> and you're like trying to get an Uber and a cab, and like, but you keep forgetting because you're so fucking drunk. And then we like you like eating your island noodles and like walking around and shit. And then Jalila and I look at each other and we're like, what the hell is he talking about? Like, what's the address? And you're like, this way. And we just started like walking in a certain direction. And I'm like, where the fuck are we going, Andrew? You're like, we're going to the Airbnb. I'm like, where is it? And you're like, it's, and you texted us your Spalding address. And I'm like, dude, that's your house. And you're like, yeah, dude, that's the Dunwoody Airbnb. <laughs> And I'm like, you guys have an Airbnb in Dunwoody? Why would you do that? And you're like, no, no, no. We got the we got the downtown. We got the Shaky Beats Airbnb. I'm like, we need to go to that one. He's like, no, but my car's at the Dunwoody Airbnb. And oh, like, my God. You fucking idiot. Like, we literally, we oh spent like an God. hour trying to figure out how to get there. So we get there. We shout. Is that the night that I broke my ankle? Basically, yeah. So you get in the shower. Because you had, guys. I, I had, we got, we had, was that I, a different night that I broke my ankle? I think it was the next day that, that I broke it. Day. Well, anyhow, fuck. No, I, I think it was that day when I was, you were no, with us. You like slipped in a point, hole or something. Yeah, because at one night, one one night though, I ended up getting home by myself because I rode a scooter home, and my leg was so messed up because I tried to ride the scooter. And it was dead, and you pushed it. Yes, was that, that the night that, that was, was with that you? Was that, the was the next, that was the next. That was the next night. Oh my gosh, my leg was on fire the next day. So anyhow, we like put you in the shower, God, and I'm that kind of like wakes you up, sort of. But I still have to like bring you a towel and like put you in bed. And Julie was like, "All right, bro, like we're gonna go. We'll see you later. Like we're hungry." And you go, the most classic Andrew thing. I've got some eggs. I can make you some eggs. And Jalila looks at me and goes, I don't want any fucking eggs. Let's get out of here. Like, let's go. And you're like laying in your bed in your underwear, eyes closed, going, you got, I'll make you some eggs. You guys want some eggs? And for those of you that don't know, Andrew lives on eggs. He brought eggs here today. The dude, the dude drinks eggs. And especially when you're high, oh bro, when you, when you smoke, you'll eat like Nine <laughs> eggs in one second. You'll just drink them. You'll, Dude, remember it's that a, one night? It's a, you I made, made a, a mountain. I made a mountain of a eggs mountain. and I ate in like, like nine like seconds. Imagine, you know, your kitchen, you got the small plates and a big plate. Imagine the big plate and imagine a mountain of eggs. He sits down on the couch. No more than two minutes later, he's licking the plate. <laughs> Fucking just just licking the plate. Just and, and, Peyton, and Peyton goes, oh my God, Andrew, did you just eat all those eggs? And Jalila's like, he just drank those fucking eggs. You didn't even oh. chew. You were just like, <gasps> well, they scrambled. I mean, you don't really have to it. chew them. You kind of just slurp them up. 
fucking you and your goddamn eggs, bro. But dude, I, tell I do you, eat a shitload of eggs. But, I, when I, dude. But honestly, that's a good thing because you and me, when we travel, if we ever find ourselves in a worst case scenario where we could live on eggs, like breakfast, like brekkie lunch and dinner, get some hot sauce, get some pepper, you know, hundred percent. Maybe some, I love that. Dude, we could fucking live on eggs if we had to. Yeah. I brought eggs here today. Last week after the podcast, I was like kind of hungry. I'm like, yo, you got any eggs? Yeah, I did. I'm like, yes. I, I was eggs. like, I need to bring my own eggs this time. These brown eggs that I've been getting from Nelly's, the yolk are more yellow instead of mm. orange. I'm a little mad. I'm a little mad. I don't know if the chickens got stressed out or if something Maybe happened the in the factory or the seasons or something. I don't know, but I, I was like a little butt hurt because I like I like the orange orange yolk. yolk. Yeah, I, I the thing is, I, I personally love orange yolk. Uh, my thing recently has just been like I'm just trying to save money and stuff. Like I'm just like going to Aldi and getting whatever. Yeah. So it's why I buy the four dollar eggs when you could buy the seventy nine cent eggs. Forty seven. 47 cents. Damn, Dude, bro. 47 cents for a dozen eggs at Aldi. Mm. What's that? You can what? get five, uh, you can get three dozen, or sorry, I'm stupid. Three 12 packs? Six dozen eggs for $3. How insane is that? That's a lot of eggs. Six dozen eggs for $3, and it's not even like at Costco or anything. Speaking of Costco, didn't you just get some fucking I got a bag? giant bag of spinach. If you motherfuckers listening right now, by the way, hello. Five to, pounds of spinach. He, That's a lot of spinach. Hello, hello to all the new motherfuckers that came from the live stream, the Tuesday night live stream. What's up? Glad you're here. But y'all need to fo follow Andrew. And maybe <laughs> if you've been blessed by the gods, you'll get to see his his close friends list as well. Because <laughs> the type of shit this boy puts on there. But anyway... You 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 found uh, you found a five pound bag of spinach. That's well, because normally that's the size I, of your torso, bro. That's seriously like, that's huge, dude. Okay, so normally uh, with spinach, like at Costco, I'm doing the same thing. My calluses, I'm picking on my calluses. I've been lifting heavy with a nos recently. That's good. Yeah, that's my good. friend Kristen saw you at the gym yesterday, and she was like, "Hey, are you at the gym?" And I was like, "No, Kristen. Uh, you met her at that book club thing that one time." Oh God, yeah. But but she doesn't go to that. Anyways, what the at Crunch? Yes, she saw your crunch, and she was like, "She was like, yo, are you at the gym?" And I was like, "No, I'm not." She's and like, I, that wheelchair guy you hang out with is there. No, she knew who you were. She was like, "She's like, yo, I saw Richard here, but I just assumed you guys were like attached to the hip. Like, I didn't know she if you were there." And I was like, "Oh, are you? I didn't know you went to One Life." She's like, "Oh no, I'm at Crunch. Sorry, I didn't. I just assumed that you weren't there." I was like, "Oh, he's been going with his friend." Hey, but anyways, hey, hey, Kristen, come say hi to me. Don't be weird. Yeah, she was. That's what Don't she be said. Weird. That's come what say she said. hi. We were talking about that on the episode, uh, the the Cripple Couch episode. Yeah, with, she she goes. She goes, uh, I saw Richard, but I don't know if he knows me, so I'm not trying to be weird to interrupt a workout to be like, hey, do you fucking remember me? And I was like, I was like, oh, that's funny. I didn't know you went to One Life. She goes, oh, no, I'm at Crunch. I don't know why. I just assumed you'd be he'd that you'd be there because he'd be there like you do every part of life together, LMAO. And I was like, well, we both used to be members of Crunch. But then she's like, oh, well, that makes sense, whatever. Um, but uh, Hey, Kristen, come say hi. Hey, Kristen, come say hi. Just say hello. Me and Kristen have been playing Among Us recently together. You gotta um, show me who she is on Instagram, so because yeah, like, her name. Because uh, well, yeah, I'll just show you. I, I'm I'm notorious for like scoping chicks at the gym. That's so funny. She was my first story. Like, oh, I, it disappeared. I am I am very taken and very happily taken, but it's just like nature, you know. It's just like instinctual. Like when you go into the gym and get all sweaty, it's like, oh yes, who else is here? Like like we're in a like a jungle of people or something. Yeah, like that. this is this is Kristen. Um, you know her, right? Yeah, she's like friends with the mama and stuff. Anyways, this is not so. good comp podcast combo. She was she was there with her sister, I think. She's like know, a, she her sister. So, she was there with a younger, younger girl, I think. Sure. Hold on. 
Um, but anyways, whatever. This is not. Oh ri- yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. But anyways, not good. This, pun, is, guys. this is not, not good radio this talk. Is, this is not um, ribbing. Yeah, de- the king of dead air. Um, what were we talking about oh, a second ago before I, do, I mentioned? I do recognize what, 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 her. What were we talking about two seconds before that? Before um, when you're saying you were lifting heavy, and we were talking about calluses, but before that, oh yeah, the five pound bag of spinach. Yes. So the five pound bag of spinach at Costco. Normally at Costco, you get like a little plastic container of spinach, like a hard container. Yeah. And I like the bags because, naturally, bags. <laughs> bags. But also because... God, I miss Chris. I know, me Fuck, too. Fuck, I miss Chris. I miss Chris Delia so bad. Oh, daddy. Jesus. Anyways, the reason why I like the bags versus the plastic hard containers is as you eat more of the spinach, it takes up less space in your fridge. Yes. Versus... And I have ah, four roommates... Gotta f- save space in the fridge. You even take, like, when I'm downstairs fulfilling merch, your little fridge downstairs is even full of shit, too. I think it mainly has beer, though. I mean, but still, that's... Still stuff. Fr- refrigerated real estate. It is refrigerated real estate. And then we're about to add another roommate. Mm. Well, because we currently have three roommates. We're about to add a fourth. Um, so we might have to explore our refrigeration options. You might have to get yourself one of those middle-class middle cla- middle fancy garage We might have to go full white person, dude, and just get a fucking might garage have a, fridge. might have to get a freezer like your My dad. parents have a garage fridge, and there's only two of them! Yeah, My sense. dad will also dip and dots freezers in the, in the garage. There's a bunch of freezers. But anyways, doesn't matter. Let me get back to the spinach. So, Matt Costco. Five minutes later. Seriously. <laughs> Sorry, <God>. guys. <laughs> Normally, I buy my spinach at Aldi, and I just buy, like, four little bags, because then as I eat them, I can, like, throw the bags away, and then it stays fresh, because, like, one yeah. bag hasn't even been opened. How, how much do you eat slash drink a day, do you think? How much? By weight. So, so the little bags of spinach at Aldi are, like, I don't know how much they weigh, but I normally put half of the bag in my smoothie. So, half a pound, maybe. Maybe. maybe six, I don't even maybe, think it's a whole pound. Maybe six ounces? I don't know. Maybe Either four. Either way, I normally whatever. do, like, half. The way that I normally do it is i've got four bags that gives me like eight servings and i normally go to the grocery store like roughly every like 10 days or something so mm. kind of just depends but anyways so like i but i bought this five pound bag of spinach and it's so big and i'm determined to eat it before it goes bad mm. so i've just been like mashing spinach in my smoothies i've been eating salads Dude, I, I bet you've been having the best shits dude and i bought beets so my shits <laughs> have been, br- br- have been red. Like, I've been like red, red and green, dude. Like I remember the first time they've been healthy I shits. Ha- I ha- but I, goddamn, I remember the first time I had a different color turd. It was because I was drinking too much grape soda, and it turned my shit green. I had like green poop, and I was freaking the fuck out because I thought I like had butthole cancer. Or something. Yeah, and then I realized it was all the dye. And then I remember when I had it's weird that it turns it green though. Yeah, I know purple. why. I don't know. And I remember uh, I had beets one time, and I went to wipe, and I was like, "That's a lot of blood." And then I realized it was just beet shit. Exactly. Nice. That's a lot of blood. What's the? That's a lot of. That's a lot of damage. Yeah. That's from <laughs> yeah, Flex yeah, Tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's a lot of damage. Yeah. For those of you that uh, haven't why seen do I, the sorry. John Tron. Uh, flex, flex, flex tape, seal, flex, flex tape. You gotta watch it. Why do I always imagine that Big Ed from Ninety Day Fiance is also the flex tape guy? Because he, they are. You know what I mean, <laughs> dude? Has anyone ever photoshopped that? I need to photoshop Big Ed into the flex tape commercial and or, put a put a little hat on him, or like take take the flex tape guy and put it on Big Ed's face. E- yeah, that's what I mean. I'm gonna put Big Ed because Big Ed has an interesting body and <laughs> neck better situation. Luck, better luck next time. Ah, the neck. 
It's like it's like long neck. He he, le- neck. he, he leaves his neck at home, you know. Mm, just, mm, just to make yes. sure, just a protective. I normally, uh, <laughs> dude. Recently, what did I say? I fr- I said something about my butt. Oh yeah, it was it was because I did that Instagram story with the little moving line. Yes, and it made yes, my yes. butt look giant or whatever. Like is it like it isn't already? I do have a dump truck, but um, uh, I said something. I was like, yeah, I had to get in my. I was texting with my friend. And he's like, damn son, blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, man. And he's like, my butt is something like that. And I was like, yeah, I had, to, I actually had to get a new one recently. My old one, I can't talk. Had to get a new one recently because my old one had a crack in it. Wait, what? I had to get a new butt because my old one oh, had a crack oh, in it. Oh, I went brain dead for a second. <laughs> I was, so <laughs> I told a so, joke, punchline, <laughs> and then just nothing. I'm like, so sick. So when I when I was at the gym <laughs> yesterday, I saw catfish butt again, and and he was wearing. Another set of really nice leggings. Oh, like, the dude. So for, for people listening, there was a dude that had on these leggings and Richard and everyone still was like, the best, damn. It's still the best ass in the gym. And I want to compliment him. Like, I literally want to be like, bro, you have the best ass, but I didn't. And this is why. I saw him and he looked at me and smirked and smiled in such a way that made me believe he, he, listened made, to he heard the episode. He got, it, I don't know. Listen, maybe he's just being flirtatious. Gay dudes love wheelchairs. I don't know why, but he just kind of gave me this look. So, 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 dude with great ass at Crunch Chamblee, if you were listening to this, just, just, you don't have to come talk to me. Just give me a little, give me a little peace sign. That's all I need from you to know, dude. Should I talk just, about the foot smeller guy? Just hit me with the peace sign. Do you remember that the foot smeller? I was talking to you and Jalila about that in the bathroom about that guy that that saw me at the gym and wanted to smell my feet. What are you talking? Do you remember this? No. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Was this so, in the sauna? I'll, okay. Let me. I'll, I'll tell the story on the I podcast. Don't, I don't okay. remember the story. So this is pretty amazing. So oh, the guy who's been like messaging you, like, yes. who saw, like somehow got your number or some shit. Yes. Exactly. Oh yeah. Okay. So here, one, one, one second. I, what I, were we just talking about? Because I'm trying to do timestamps. Uh, ask guy. Spinach and ask guy. Spinach and ask guy. Okay. So, uh. I will pull up these these messages. So a while ago, um, I was just doing my thing. I was working out a lot. I was working a ton at this like escape game place, but I was going to this one gym and I get this message one day and it says, this is on Saturday, September 16th, 2017. So this mm. is, you know, more than three years ago. The message says, may I smell your feet? I respond. Great opener. Sure. Also, by the way, apparently me going, sure. That's like my like catchphrase. Like my friend Lucy recently noticed that. She was like, anytime I offer anything, you're always like, sure. Yeah, sure. Like I'm yeah. I'm always that guy that's you're, like, you're, you're the equi- I'll try, you're the, I'll, you're, I'll try some. I'll try everything once. You're the equivalent of like, eh, fair enough. Yeah. You're like, sure. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough is such a, a Northeast thing. Like if you're, if you're from Jordan New York. Jordan Belfort, fair enough. Yeah. So he always says. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's a, it's a good way to like end an argument on like a positive note. Like my friend yeah. Katie and I used to, we'd just be bickering about something. And her way of seceding while also standing her ground was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. It wasn't her, she'd never say like, I lose. She never said I win, but she's like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Agree to disagree. We're part ways. Hey, send feet pics. So, so this guy goes, may I smell your feet? I go, Sure. sure. I thought it was one of my friends messing with me. Just fucking with you, yeah. They go, LOL, you're not serious. I'm for real. And then I don't respond. 
and then they go, pretty please. And I go, time and place. Because I think they're still messing You're with still me. still fucking with it, yeah. And they go, are you for real? Would you let me smell your feet? I go, let's do this. And then they go, I, I thought it was like one of my friends, this girl that like always like messes with me. Whenever she gets a new number, she always messes with people. And she goes, or this person goes, so you wouldn't have a problem with a guy smelling your feet? And I go, I just go, ha, 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 I'm so confused. Like, you're like, you know, nervous. Like, that's Simpsons meme. I'm in danger. <laughs> like the little. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Ralph or whatever yeah, his name is. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then they go, LOL, about what? And I go, confused as to why and who this is. And they go, this is the creepiest message. I have seen you work out. Think you are cool. My name is Josh and I have a foot fetish. At least they're open about it. That was a beautiful at least, haiku. At least they're honest about it. That was a beautiful I see haiku. You work out. I think, think you are cool. My name is Josh. I and have, I have a, a foot fetish. fetish. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it should rhyme at the yeah, end. Like yeah. my name is Josh, and I was wondering if you want to bull. Like, <laughs> my name is. I'm looking for, for those, friends. Oh, by the and way, I want to bull. By the way, if you guys are not on the podcast discussion group, Andrew's been dropping Glizzy memes like all week. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you want to see some Glizzies, some Glizzy memes, some Glizzy gobblers. <laughs> Definitely yeah. go on the, the group. That Eminem's prank was good, though. I think I'd seen it before. And, that but, guy but, is but funny I, on but TikTok. I, but I love how it went slow-mo. That was great. Yes. So, my name is Josh, and I have a foot fetish. And I go, that's pretty creepy. And they go, so sorry. Didn't mean to creep you out. By the way, I have this person saved in my contacts as foot smeller. Mm. <laughs> they go, so sorry. Didn't mean to creep you out. And I go, too late. <laughs> <laughs> too, too late. And they go, I understand. You would know me if you saw me. I will leave you alone. Sorry again. You would know me if you saw me. Like they see me at the gym. Like you would know me. If, like I go to the gym a lot. You would know me if you saw me. Hmm. Weird, Josh. Hmm. Very weird. I had a weird situation like that recently where I went to introduce myself to someone. And he goes, you know who I am. You know why I'm here. And I'm like... And he like pulled down his glasses and very aggressively told me his name. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're the guy that does that thing. I'm not going to drop names or anything. He, and I go, I haven't seen you, you, you post in a while. He's like, oh, I'm still posting. I just don't have you on there. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Nice to meet you. Bye. Bye. Like I was so confused. I'm, was it the gym? No, it was, it was, uh, I don't want to say where it was. Okay. But it was almost like he had beef with me and I'm trying to figure out why he got beef with me. Did he make you unfollow him? Maybe. I don't. Was it on Instagram that you were talking about? Yeah. Like I, I did, like and I looked, I looked and his profile is not there. So I guess he did block you, block me or something. But I was so, I was, I was baffled. Weird. I was baffled because I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. What's your name? And he's like, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. He's like, you know who I am. And I'm like. Okay, we're now weird because I just introduced myself because yeah. I don't think I know who you are. And he like he pulls down his glasses, show me his face, and I was like, "Oh, you're the guy that does that thing." I haven't seen you post in a while, and he's like, "Oh, I'm still posting. I just want you up there." And I think that's his way of saying like I blocked you. Mm. Yeah, that's odd. I'm still. I don't. I try not to have beef with anyone for any reason. 
I, yeah. I, I like if if I if I. I, if I do have beef, I would like if to I know. If I do have beef with you, I'm going to kill you so then I don't have beef with anyone. No, I would just like to know why. And if so, we're adults. Let's squash this shit. Let's end it. Like, why Why? Yeah, why that's do we got, why do we got to be dramatic about it? That's super lame. People live in their own heads, though. It's like, the, dude, another guy. I'll, this is a gym guy who literally um, was like, yo, we need to follow each other and support each other on our journeys. And I'm like, all right, whatever, bet. And, like, we followed each other. And he goes, and if you unfollow me, I'll know. The guy from the gym? Yeah. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. And I was like, all right, that was a weird thing to say, but okay. You must be really fucking insecure to have a like a, a secondary app on your phone that like alerts you when people unfollow you. Well, whenever I'd see him at the gym, it was always pleasantries. Hey, man, what's up? Hey, how's it going? How's your day? Blah, 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 this and that, yada, yada. What are you working on? Blah, blah, blah. It was, it sounded like we were friends, but it wasn't like we were enemies. By the way, this dude is annoying at the gym. Oh, yeah. He stays there for like multiple hours, hours and just, and just talk talks to, to people talk to and then sits on equipment that he's not using. It really annoys me. And he's like that. And he, then if you go up and ask him if he's using the equipment because you want to use it, he acts like it's a problem. He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, like, so fine. So anyhow, through whatever unchains of events, I didn't know that you could like mute people and silence people i thought you could only unfollow people and i was sick of seeing when he was fucking posting because it was really obnoxious and it had, no yeah, it, had it, no it had nothing to do with him so i'm like okay cool i'll unfollow you bro this guy acts like i murdered his wife like he literally won't even make eye contact with me like when i see him i'll be like hey what's up bro he stares at the floor and doesn't even like acknowledge the fact that i said something to him like could you imagine being that like petty and that like sensitive of a little bitch that you think an unfollow actually means something in real life bro i unfollowed like 90 percent of my friends because hey guess what my instagram is a wheelchair instagram now i pretty much only follow like wheelchair people like all my regular homies are, i don't even follow anymore not because we're not homies anymore like that's not how this fucking world works like but unfortunately people think that like if i unfollowed you right now even in our relationship right now there are some people that be like oh why did you unfollow me? Are you breaking up with me? Like, didn't you unfollow someone and they literally hit you up and be like, why the unfollow? AJ did. Remember? Oh, yeah. He's like, why the unfollow, dog? And it's like... No, it said, oh, no, you lost my follow or something like that. And we were both just like, that's so cringe, dude. Imagine being so... And even if that person is listening to this podcast, I want you to know that's cringe, bro. <laughs> that is very cringe that you would do that. Just saying. And also, have a little self-awareness. You post a lot. Sometimes people don't want to see all that. So, cringe. <laughs> this sounds personal. It's become personal. It has, because if he's watching, I want him to know. It's not, they, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, there's a reason why someone might unfollow you. Like, the thing is, I think some people think, like, I had this recently where, like, I followed this girl. I follow un unfollow I, people I, yeah. all the time. Yeah, I follow this girl. Oh, yeah, this is pretty funny. Follow this girl. This is two separate stories, but I'll tell them quickly. Followed this girl. Thought she was really attractive. She followed me back. And I'm like, oh, shit. I never really posted my grid that much. Like, I should, like, post on my story to, like, be funny or something like that. So she, like, notices me or whatever. Oh, the single life. I know, right? But Painful. But the thing is, is, like, the stories that when you're, like, forcing it where you're trying to come up with something funny are not going to be funny. Then they're not going to be more funny than the ones where you're just, like, organically, like, in the moment, like... Oh, this is really funny. I should put this on my story. My Instagram story uh, frequency correlates almost exactly to my level of singleness. 
<laughs> like, like I remember the whole point of my Instagram story. So you're posting a decent bit, though. So I'm you're, post, I'm so posting you're, like none. I'm just I kidding. won't post at all. But you do post on your stories, so you're saying that you have some level of non-singleness. <sighs> I'm gonna punch you in your face. I'm not married. How I'm about trying that? Trying to get with you, bro. How about that? I'm not married. I wouldn't be surprised, homo. <laughs> dead ass. Dead ass. Continue. Dead ass. Okay. So anyway, um, the. I, I would always do it because I wanted I wanted the girls that I was following or unfollowing or looking at their stories to see like how cool of a life I had or yeah, how interesting yeah, of a life yeah, I'd be yeah, like yeah. yo I do all these things and I've made all these accomplishments and I go to this park and I, I ride on this scooter and I go to this restaurant and like I mean, we we know we know uh, um, don't say it. Who be simping on some girl sometimes, but he he always be posting on his stories like up to stuff, and it's like I mean I just I I do I I did the same thing, and then it was always like for the one person to see it. You're like, man, I hope that one chick I've been DMing for the past the funny three weeks thing sees is, it. I never really look through who looks at my stories, but until there is one person that you're hoping sees it, then you start you looking, do scroll, you start looking, and then you start to cringe because then I'm like, oh, this person still follows me. I unfollowed them like three years ago. And they're watching my stuff like every day. I'm like, I don't know if I really want them to see this stuff, but whatever. I recently, <laughs> I, I tell you what, I had the opposite experience. So I normally, after it reached like more than 500 people watching my stories, I'm like, that's I, when you, I, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm not gonna keep up. You don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna keep up. And so now, like most stories are anywhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred. And if it's a really good story, it'll go over two thousand, which I think is decent numbers. It's about ten percent of my total following. But I recently the other day like went to scroll and look through. There's a shit ton of dope ass motherfuckers, like homies in there that I didn't know watch my stories. People I didn't even know followed me that I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I got a lot of blue, I, I'm like, I got a lot of blue check marks in there. What's up? Like I had no, I had no idea, and that makes me happy to know because you like you never know who's watching you. You know what I mean? You never know who's yeah. paying attention to you, and that's something that like it kind of also gives you permission to like hop into their DMs. Because you know that they're watching your stuff all the time. Dude, I just thought it was something so funny. <laughs> he said, you never know who's watching. Because that kind of gives you the permission to hop into their DMs. And I was about to be like, here, I'm just going to do a quick role play. If I'm like your youth pastor and I go, well, you know who's always watching. And he's always ready for you to hop into his DMs. Oh. Jesus Christ. Are you, are you, are you witnessing to me right now? <laughs> Bro, that, would, that, was dude, that was so funny. That, that would be a Sunday dude, night youth pastor sermon. Yes, dude. They're like, so you know that you know sometimes when there's you look at your Instagram story and you're like, oh man, I had no idea this person was watching my story. Well, you know who's always watching your story? Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, and He's always ready for you to hop in His DMs. And you can get that through prayer. And even if you don't have anyone in your follow list that has a blue check mark and read it, the good Lord has a has a has a red check mark on His wrist because He died. Because when He died for your sins. <laughs> Youth oh my god! Youth, youth pastor, ah! memes, bro, dude, is there, that was funny. If anyone knows of a of a of a, of a youth pastor, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, dude, if there's a youth pastor meme page, can someone please send it to me? Can you someone know, please send me the youth youth pastors are copy paste? No, bro. There, there's there's the there's the youth pastor hype page. Have you seen that one? 
Is that where it shows is, like all the sneakers? No, that's uh, preacher sneakers. But yeah, that, preacher that, sneakers. That's not yeah. always that's not always youth pastors. That's like oh yeah, that's the, like the, preacher the mega preachers. the mega church preachers. No, I do know. I have seen some TikTokers that that do parodies of youth pastors. It's pretty funny. God, dude. Dude, um, I remember I actually liked my youth pastor because he wasn't like that at all. He was very much like me. He's like, the way that you win the game is by knowing the rules. And the way that you can do what you want is by learning the rules. He's like, so you learn the rules so you can continue to almost break them. Mm. And I'm like, so let me get this straight. You want to get as close to sinning as possible without <laughs> sinning? He's like, basically. <laughs> like... It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't That's that. Funny. It wasn't that obvious. It wasn't that direct. But I remember very much having a lot of freedom to do whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted, however we wanted. And I remember a lot of times he would like gather us group and be like, "Okay, when the adults ask us what we did today, we did not. We did not do this thing. We did something else." And be like, "Okay, bet." You know, because we we would we would go get this. I mean, it wasn't anything like bad. It would be like you know, TP someone's house or whatever. Yeah. We actually, we said we're going to the movies, but what we're really doing is pranking. You what know, we're really person. doing is copious amounts of drugs. <laughs> Dude, I really liked my youth pastor until recently. Um, oh, he yeah. stole $500,000 from my family. <laughs> Was it that much? <laughs> is, is, I'm not going to go into it. But, oh my but, God. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a large <laughs> unaccounted for amount of money. I don't even want to say it. I just had to say that joke out loud. Fucking hell. Yeah. Anyways, fucking rotten hell, piece of shit. Um, but anyways, um uh the the other thing that we were talking about before that was uh people hopping in, in the DMs and yes, stuff. Yes. And like why and why you do stories <laughs> so, to get, get attention to so other people. I had this other girl that I like I she came up on my TikTok actually. You vote her. She, she came up on my back. she came up on my tick no, this is a different situation. Different girl, different but girl. But this is a different situation. So this girl came up on my TikTok. I was like, this girl's pretty cute. So on on uh you know their profile, you can like link to your Instagram. So I click her Instagram, and she follows like a bunch of my friends. I'm like, and and TikTok is pretty location based. If you yeah. don't know that, yeah. like, so it TikTok, does show TikTok you people that are in your area. Is lit, dude. TikTok algorithm. Wow, Blah. can't even talk. TikTok algorithm is lit. Yeah, I mean, it's not even that advanced of an algorithm to just show you people in your area. I mean, it's just like they know your location. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's. Yeah. So, anyways, very, it's very precise. Is all I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah. So it showed me this girl. I followed her for a few days, or I followed her for a while, and then like the the like the the move I feel like is to slide in the DMs with like replying to a story. Always, never go in raw. Don't just go in raw. Never go in raw. You gotta go in with a little bit of lube, and the story is that little bit of lube. So she posted some story. I commented on it, and um, she didn't reply. And it was like a few days. Did, did you unsend? No, I didn't unsend. That's cringe. If they see it, you cannot unsend. If they don't see it, you can probably unsend. But if they don't follow you, you're not in the general or primary inbox. You're in the request inbox, and you can look at anything in the inbox of requests, and it doesn't say seen or not seen. That's true. That's true. So that she could have seen it, and you would never know and until she follows me. And never accepted it or whatever. Um. Which, by the way, Instagram changed their um, inbox. I didn't update it. Have you updated it? Yeah, just because I knew it was inevitable. Do you like it? It's cool. I haven't really noticed anything different yet. Okay. Except I, for, like, the colors. But anyways. Yeah, I don't... Um, I don't... I think it'll make I'm things old. better. I don't like change. So, anyways, I didn't get a response from her for, like, a week, maybe. And then I, like, looked through her profile or whatever, and I was like, nah, whatever. I'll, I'm just going to unfollow her. Because I was going through my list and unfollowing again, because I'd followed like too many people again i remember you were trying to keep it under a thousand 
yeah, now I can't do it. Now I'm at, now I'm at like, uh, I was, I was trying to get it to one, 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 one. I don't know why. But anyways, you're so, so ridiculous with like the smallest things. But it's mainly because if I don't set that, I'm just going to like go, like I've got to try to make a threshold or else I'm just going to follow a ton of people. I think as long as your following is not larger than your no i don't care about that it's just like i genuinely just like want to trim down my feed like i don't want to see people that i don't want to see so like i want to make sure and vet like i did follow this person but do i still want to continue to follow this person because they're taking up brain space i just mute them or like just turn them off yeah i'll keep the follow but you're you're only following like 400 people now or something no it's like 1100 1200 people really yeah oh whatever but also i don't want to i don't want to hurt any wheelie boys feelings i know that might sound i know that might sound silly but like Wheels, the to thing walk, is it, Wheels to Walking is a brand, and it's it's braggable. Like, you could go to your basketball team, your homies, and be like, dude, Wheels to Walking follows me. Like, mm, yeah, no, maybe. Like, no, um, prove it. And then you, like, show them, and it's not there anymore. They'll be like, oh, you fucking loser. You're like, yeah, that's true. I'm just going like, to let it be. The thing about it for me is if, if I find them, like, a genuine person that I like them or whatever, if they're following me, I typically, like, don't unfollow them because I'm like... It's like a mutual respect Yeah, it's thing. like mutual, like, okay, you're seeing my stuff. I'll, you know, I'll yeah. still look at your stuff. Anyways... Point being, I ended up unfollowing this girl. So I was like, I followed her. She didn't follow me back. And I messaged her. And she didn't message me back. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to unfollow, cut my losses, and move on. move on with my life. So then, like, two days ago, she responds to my DM. And I no longer follow her now. And her page is private. Oh, shit. <laughs> Congratulations. So, you so played I'm yourself. Like, I played myself. <laughs> She didn't resp- I mean, and it wasn't like I was sending her anything like, yo, you look really good in that shirt or something. It was like, it was literally like something about like voting or some shit yeah. or like no, some, just some, some random some, thing. Some nonsense. Yeah. It was something about like, it was something about like repealing gay marriage. And I was like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. Cause like something, something, something. Yeah. Something about Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm sure. It was, it wasn't that it was like basically the, the, the reasoning for like trying to repeal gay marriage was like that. A, a traditional marriage provides this, this, and this. And it's like, you would also get that in a gay marriage too. Like, like it's testing your patience and like, like shit like that. It's like any relationship is going to test your patience, bro. But anyways, I'm, so what do I do? Do I follow her back now that I'm mm-hmm. on? Cause now I don't even follow her. This is, this is, this is what you do. And I've done this before. Just ignore it. No, 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 no. <laughs> you had to wait until she posts something. But I don't know if she's going to post anything because I don't follow her. And oh, she's private. Fuck. I was going to say, because then she'll get a bunch of notifications. And if you just hit him with that follow, mm. during during the, a lot of notes, it'll get lost. But also, mm. just request again. And if she was like, LOL, I thought you were following me. Be like, oh, I accidentally hit the button. You know, just like make some shit up. Like it doesn't matter. Like it literally, also, it literally it's doesn't matter. the smallest thing but it's just funny single life fucking blows dude god yeah it's just funny imagine imagine trying to like ugh. i'm sorry i feel sorry for you it's okay single single i mean relationship life isn't perfect either but like i feel bad for all you single people out there especially during the rona that are trying to like even just text people like jesus <laughs> i didn't know where you're gonna go that that are even trying to text me i was like get your dick wet or something i'm like okay well i mean yeah think about that like yeah how do you like even i would i would be i'm already kind of like paranoid about you know like 
STDs and flu and germs and stuff. Like, I don't even like sharing drinks with people. STD and flu. No. Like, you're going to catch them the same way. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's STD season. Be careful out like, there. Like, the Get whole your STD shot. <laughs> no, even the whole, like, like the random hookup thing, like, like, season. Like, like kissing at a bar or whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, almost, that's almost out the window. You know, also, like, physical touch, like, you know, holding hands or, like, bumping shoulders Here's the thing. or, like, laughing you or whatever. You think that kissing in bars is out of the question, but have you been to any bars recently? They're lit. They're hype. They're back on, basically. Yeah. There's no mask in it, there's, dude. There's some that's in, what I'm there's saying, some bro. In this the people that are doing that shit are still doing that shit. You think the Rona's going to get them down? No, I, I bro. Get, I get it. The people that I, were going to get STDs are going to keep getting STDs. The people that were going to get fucking mono and herpes and shit are still going to get mono and herpes, bro. I got a neighbor that never stopped. In the middle of lockdown, in and out, in and out, just the door, just slamming, slamming, in and out, in and out. I'd, I'd see, I'd take out the trash or something. Hey, and are I'd, you a burger I'd, place in California? Because you're in and out. Yeah. And then he would, stop he, being that. He would be like all dressed up in his shit. And I'm like, we're in the middle of a fucking lockdown. Where are you going? That's the thing. It's like, like a house party or something. Like, it, what the it fuck is, is where funny are you going? How there are some people that are still in like straight quarantine. And it's like, I, I, I've seen some tweets that are like, did I hallucinate this pandemic or are you just like being really irresponsible? Like, it's kind of funny. Well, that's a big problem but right now the, is, the, is, the, is the, pandemic, the fan, pandemic fatigue. And I'll be honest, I'm getting it too. I mean, I'm still keeping a small inner circle. I mean, even before pandemic, like I was, I wasn't really fucking with many people. Yeah. Like I've probably, like I still hang out with like a total of less than 10 people, even via associates, like. You know, Anas has a few friends that I hang out with, but like I don't have their phone numbers. You know what I mean? Like it's just friends of friends, friend, yeah, friends, yeah, yeah. friends of friends, kind of thing. And I mean, I keep my shit small, but I mean, we know if you look at I'm just kidding. if you look at Florida, there's it's like it's back on, like everything's back on. Dude, it's not even Florida; it's Georgia too. It's weird, bro. Buckhead bars are lit, but fucking clubs are lit. But you're right; there is still a group of people that are like. Well, I'm only going out to go to the grocery store, and I'm still doing remote work and carry well, your, no carry your hand sanitizer with is. you and wear your masks with you. And it's like either you're extremely, like, locked in, locked down, or you're the complete opposite. Like, you're no masking it But everywhere. let's be honest. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm keeping a tight circle, but, like, we're also going to the gym with no mask. No, I agree. I'm not saying in any terms I know, I know, that I'm, but I'm doing do perfect or doing a good I job. I know, but the thing is, is that that's the thing is like people want to shame people for like not doing it perfect, and that's the funny thing is like I feel like celebrities get the the funniest end of that deal. Celebrities get the it's like if you most. are seen anywhere, people are going to drag you. Like if you're seen doing anything, and the funny thing is, is like most people are kind of doing things like, um, you know. There's there's events that are happening. Like obviously there's different things. Like there I the the Halloween thing that I'm going to, it's a socially distanced event. So meaning you have to buy a section at the event and only the five people that you bought tickets for can be in that section. And they if if you Jeez, Andrew, thanks for inviting me. You had to buy the Dick. drink. I know. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but you're trying to, to get a haunted house. We gotta find an accessible haunted house. That'll be fun. Yeah. But you have to um you have to buy drinks ahead of time so that they like can bring them to your section mm. and stuff like that. Mm. Like there's just way less Is it a show? Yeah, yeah, it's a show. Okay. It's a house um music thing. Um at this uh I don't even remember what the location is, but it I think it's like kind of like a warehouse situation. Mm. Mm. But like each area will be like fenced in. Like you will like when rope, you get like there, rubbed off. Like everyone gets their own VIP. Exactly. Like when you get there, you are escorted to your section and you have to stay in your section. Um, they're like, they're, they're like encouraging everyone to like, uh, you know, like 
go to the bathroom before and stuff. I like, wonder how well funny. they're going to enforce it. I wonder if people you're going to be able to migrate from like whole to No, like, I don't think like, so. Be like people in 39 are trading with groups in 52. Well, like, that's mm. what happened with some of these drive-in shows. Like people will just bum rush the front. Yeah. What do you do? I mean. But they have to be strict about it because they're like, guys, if you if you don't obey the rules, like we won't be allowed to keep having these. Yeah, like, exactly. And this is all we have right now. But that's also kind of strange. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I tell you, I what, I tell you on, what, though, our governor, every time he made a decision, got fucking dragged. But I tell you what. I ain't mad at it. I'm mad at it Cause, either. Because like, I see some other states that are on like insane restrictions and lockdowns. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, what, well, what do you think? What state do you think is the worst? I mean, I don't really paid that close attention but from what i've been reading about what's been going on is like michigan's pretty crazy right now mm. that that's the that's the place that the governor that like the people were trying to kidnap because she's keeping like oh. super enforced lockdowns virginia is also like that too huh um where even all their government like in virginia you can't even uh buy or sell a car right now because the dmv is closed until january 2021 like there's there, whoa like there's a lot of really interesting like stuff happening and like yeah our I don't know. I still, I believe in masks, but I also still I don't be believe in them. They don't exist. But I still believe in personal autonomy and personal freedom, and I also believe in um, like managed risk. Totally. Like I, I, there's I always a risk of getting sick anyway. Well, there's there's a risk of driving. You do. Totally. There's a risk of eating food. There's a, life is risk, and it's all about managing risk. And unfortunately. This is just our new normal now. This is normal now. Like COVID is a thing. It's here. Even with a vaccine, I, I think there's going to be a, a, a compliance issue where not a lot of people are going to comply. Also. And it's just going to be around. So what I'm going to do is when I leave my house, I'm going to put on a mask until I get outside. Once I'm outside, I'm taking that fucking mask off. And then when I'm driving, I'm not wearing that goddamn mask. And if I show up to a place where masks are required, guess what? I'm going to put on my mask. Until I see that it doesn't matter anymore. Like my way into the gym. I want to be respectful. People coming in and out of the gym. I want to do the scan. My card. I don't want to, you know, fucking breathe on those people or whatever. And then I get to my locker and I pop off my mask. Okay. I do my workout. Some people still leave it on. That's their choice. They can do what they want to do. But it's, for me, it's about managing risk. And I'm doing my, I still want to live my life. I still want to be able to within the rules within the guidelines within the boundaries you know like hey guess what like we can travel now cool i'm gonna go on a plane i'm gonna wear a mask i'm gonna comply you know i'm still gonna i'm gonna do the covid tests you know to make sure i'm good i'm gonna fucking wash my hands like i i i, I think you have to figure out like and i felt the same way like when we were closing down like i didn't leave for like 90 days like, I stayed here. Like, I went to the grocery store. I came back. I wiped all my shit down. But, like, I'm slowly inching my way back into the world. I'm inching my way back into the reality. I'm still managing my risk. And I was actually talking to a wheelie girl the other day, and she was saying how she's still locked in. Still locked in. She's And she lives in a state where it's, like, really bad right now. And, you know, her her complex she lives in isn't super accessible. And she's afraid of her neighbors. And I feel bad for her. Like, that hurts my heart to be, like, yeah, be, like, for sure, double stuck. You know, double locked in, and I hate the whole like, don't live in fear. It's not that scary. She's bullshit. afraid of her neighbors because of the virus, or she's like legitimately afraid of her neighbors. Virus, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if her neighbors are like scary. No, no, no. It's just like they, their neighbors are drug dealers. No, I'm afraid of them. They're, they're doing you know like parties and shit and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I I still very much believe 
and like personal freedom and personal autonomy, but also manage risk and like don't you know don't go to the fucking club, okay? But going to the grocery store is fine. Going to the gym is fine. You know, like if you're gonna go, there's a big path around town, the Beltline. Like go, you can still go there, but just stay away from people. You know, don't be in their fucking business. Don't you know, like yeah, cough in their face. Yeah, and like again, I wear my mask where I should. Whenever I get the opportunity to not wear it, because I I realize it's not the outside isn't dangerous. It's other people that are dangerous. But it's it's only if those people are being irresponsible. And I know yeah. those, I know those people. I know those people that have been just like nonstop traveling all over the place, no mask, meeting up strangers, drinking, partying, hugging, kissing, whatever. And it's like I just I'm just not gonna hang out with you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you just, you've been irresponsible. And maybe some people would say the same thing about me. Maybe they'd say the same thing about the podcast, but, or not the podcast, but the main channel, about us. But Yeah, I, actually, maybe we've traveled a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, f f the only way to win the game is know the rules. And I feel like I'm, everyone was talking mad shit on the governor. Even me a little bit. Like, sometimes he was doing some stuff that was really fucking stupid. But for the most part, I'm like, you know what? Now that we're here, I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, there's still, you know, pretty much nothing to fucking do, but. Uh, there, yeah. I feel like there's, you know, there's tiers. There's like, you know, complete lockdown is zero. There's tier one. There's what tier would two. We, like, tier I, three. I feel like my, my life right now currently is back to 95%. It's basically the same. Just the with, only thing with, I with, can't with less stuff to do. But I, less what stuff are you wanting to do? Um, I don't know. Um, events, art shows, gatherings, restaurants. Um, restaurants are 100%, dude. I know, I know. But I mean like the full restaurant experience, not not this modified restaurant experience. That's I don't know, true. I don't know. For, there's free free travel. Like I want to do international travel. And, and some places you can actually do it now. You can go international as long as you, you know, get yeah. COVID, COVID tested 24 hours before. Yeah, I mean, but, but again, keep, it's keep like before, papers. before, before COVID, you hadn't done that, so it's like. No, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying, like, as before, like, well, here's an example. It's, it's easy. It's like, it's like, oh, now that I'm paralyzed, I'm never gonna be able to fucking hike Mount Everest. I was gonna do that, and it's like, well, you, never, you were never, never gonna, gonna fucking do that. Do that. Like, place. no, I agree. I agree. But I, th I feel like uh, different states have it really bad. I think Cali's pretty bad right now. It's so bad, people are moving out. They're leaving. Cali. Yeah. they're leaving Cali. Also, I've the heard, thing is, I've heard I, Venice has turned into a bit of a shit show. Where it's like uh, the hobo paradise now. Yeah, I mean, I spent three days in Venice uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, was it only a couple weeks ago? Jesus, that's crazy. I four, mean, four or five weeks maybe. Yeah, when did we go? Was it September? Yeah, middle of September. That was yeah, middle of September. It was September eleventh. Uh, yeah, I flew out on September eleventh. So it's been it's been over a month. It's been like a month and two weeks, but um. Basically, yes, there definitely is a lot more homeless people, but, like, not that much more than normal. Like, Venice always has homeless people. And also, you have to—there's a lot of people that have a little, a lot of unfounded fears around homelessness. They're and like, here's the oh, other thing. no, they're violent beggars that do drugs, and they're going to attack you. It's like, no, nah, they're just— They're just wanting to chill. They're people here's that are, that the are thing down, about, down, down in life, down on—you know, they're just down on their luck. It's, like, not a good— not I good. would actually say Venice is— um, not that closed down. Like, um, gyms are still closed, but 
uh, restaurants you can go. Like, like, all, like all the stuff on Abbot Kinney? Yeah, like you just have to wear a mask. Like I went into like a weed store. Mm-hmm. I just had to wear a mask the whole time. They like checked. Well, that was because it was a weed store. They check your ID. Yeah. Um, But like I was, I did like tons of stuff. Like there, we had like that silent disco on the beach. Like yeah. that was fucking awesome. Like that was the closest thing to a concert I've been to in months. Um, but some might argue that that is irresponsible. It's outside. I mean, it's but yeah, it's irresponsible it's, for for sure. But like close, close quarters, irresponsible as compared to what? What you know, like irresponsible as uh, drinking out of the same bottle at a club. Maybe not. Maybe no. I agree. Irresponsible it's all, it's, as it's all staying home and not doing anything. It's sure, all, of it's, course, it's all relative. I get it. But um, yeah. I mean, but but I would say I would say um. Venice is is pro- like I think a lot of California is is pretty bad, but like it's like bad bad as what like bad as like deaths, bad as COVID cases, bad as they just haven't opened anything up, so it still seems bad because it's like mm-hmm. oh it's really bad, nothing's open. It's like whenever or is that is that just because nothing's open because they haven't allowed anything to be open, yeah. or is it bad because people are fucking dying in the streets because they got COVID? When I say bad, I mean uh, restrictions. Yeah, I, that's what but I mean. It, but by that's bad. the thing. It's I like, do, I but it's like mean. why? Because because that's the thing about Venice right now is like I felt like when I was there, the only I I didn't feel like there was there was anything bad happening really. Like I didn't feel like there was a pandemic. People were walking around. People were doing their thing. I mean, there was masks, but like we passed by the like these restaurants. The restaurants were, had a lot of people in them. Like yeah. you know, it, it didn't it didn't seem like anything was. Uh, so dire you know what i mean like but obviously the the virus i'm not a virus denier i don't deny that the coronavirus is real but like why well, else at the end of the day it's like there's a lot of governors that are trying to flex. we have to do mitigate risk they're trying to flex on their on their um on their constituents they're trying to they're trying to stand their ground you know well unfortunately it's been politicized and it's like anything that's like super anti-virus has been associated with trump and anything that's like non anything that's like you know whatever basically like these the left wing uh governors and stuff are going to want to like keep everything locked down to oppose what what trump is saying and then if whatever happens in the election it's like if biden wins they're going to like open everything up and be like oh wow look everything's amazing now look everything's open wow and no there's no cases look we have no new cases and everything's open this is amazing look the virus response team under biden is so much better yeah and it's like nothing really fucking changed and unfortunately what's done is done there's two hundred thousand americans dead whether whoever you want to blame that or not that's up to you but um, we just broke our rule in the last. Yeah, we did in the last three minutes. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, it's fine. Well, but, what um, was our code like word? I said COVID's gotten politicized. It fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Wear I, a fucking I, mask and go vote. Yeah, go fucking vote. Um, but I, I think it's all of Fear life. America. All of life is about managed risk. You know, I saw this cool little. Um, it wasn't really a meme. It was more like a, a picture, and it was a picture of a lion in a cage. And it showed it says this lion has guaranteed health care, guaranteed food, guaranteed safety. And then it showed a lion in a field. And it says this lion has to guarantee his health care for himself. He has to guarantee his food. He has to guarantee his safety. And it's like, what one would you rather be? And I remember looking at that and kind of rolling my eyes because I'm like, ugh, false equivalency. And but then I thought True. about but then I thought about it more. And I'm like, although that is a very weird analogy i'll say it's not completely obvious but i liked it because you're right it, it felt right because it's like lying in a cage has a has guaranteed he is guaranteed to have medicine he's guaranteed to have food he's guaranteed to be safe but what quality of life does he have what freedoms does he have 
then you see the lion in a field. Yeah. He could die at any second. He could be attacked. He could starve. Someone could shoot him. You know, there's so many there's so many things that go wrong. But he has his personal autonomy. His quality of life is probably way higher than a lion yeah, in a cage. And sure. that and that's what I like a lot. Just as as a disabled person is just and just Richard, period. I autonomy, which basically just means self governance, is very important to me. And I don't like people telling me what to do. I'll listen to logic and reason and science, but for the most part, don't fucking tell me what to do. Like, that is not your role. Who, whoever, whoever is telling me what to do. I'm not a big fan of it. But it's it's like you said, it's all managed risk. I mean, every life is risk. Life is taking risks. And every action you do and every decision you make puts you in a position for bad things to happen to you, period. So you manage it. You do your best. When you're driving, wear a fucking seatbelt. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you, you do things to, to, to reduce the potential for death. But enough on that. Enough on that. I think that's it. Yeah. Follow us on Places, the new app that we created um, for you to follow us on. Places.app. <laughs> Places.app. I think that's a URL. I, I feel like... We're just kidding. Follow us everywhere. Yeah, follow us everywhere. Follow us on Places. Just not on Facebook. Facebook's lame. You can follow me on Facebook. I I I still lurk there. I I I'm on Facebook for the groups. That's it. Bye.